What's up, you majestic what the fucks? This is The Inner Idiot. Welcome back. Brand new episode, Like My Underwear. Episode Cinco. That is five for you that don't speak Spanish. Are you positive this is episode five? Because I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it's episode five. If not, correct us on the next one. All right. <laughs> and I just want you all to know that I saved new underwear. I have about ten pairs set aside just so I can wear new ones every episode. Ooh, so... Are you going to sit there and go back, like, every single time? Like, are you going to buy new underwear when we hit, like, ten episodes? Or are you just going to, like... I think I should. I think I des- I think that our listeners deserve me wearing new underwear. All right. Yeah. Never been worn. So It's a weird thing to strive for, but I'm down about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever cleans your butthole, buddy. <laughs> so, welcome to the Dimwits and Dummies studio. I'm your host, Tyler Havlin. It is October 30th. I have the pleasure to introduce my co-host today. Yay! Like a thief in the night, ladies, he will steal your heart, but not your credit score. That's right. He's been licking butts and busting nuts since 1991. Give it up to Claps and Ric Flair for Shorty Hoffman. (laughs) Woo! What's up, guys? Yeah. You know I work real hard on your introductions. Do you? Yeah. It seems like you go over the top, man, and that's what I appreciate about you. Yeah. I just, people need to know how much I appreciate you. See, for those of you that don't know, Shorty doesn't know what the fuck I'm going to come in here and say, so he just rolls with it. Yep. And for that, he deserves every two claps and a Ric Flair he gets. That's right. Everybody needs to give him a hand, so we're going to take 1.5 seconds, moment of silence for Shorty, so you all can clap and cheer. There it is. There was your moment of silence. So, today's top five. I think you'll be able to relate to this one. I'm excited. Top five worst social media posts. Okay. (laughs) Number five, feeding the homeless. Here's the thing. If you have to post that you're feeding the homeless, it is no longer charity. It is an attention grab, Karen. You don't need to post it. Yeah, all those videos where it's like uh, people set it up like a hidden camera kind of deal. Yeah, you're not doing that for charity. You're trying to, what is it called? Um... Clout uh, grabbing? No. Clout chasing? Maybe. But it's like, um, I don't know. You're trying to raise yourself above everybody else's level. And like, oh, look how good of a person yeah. I am. Shut up, you asshole. Right. George don't want his face plastered all over Facebook. Right. And, and a lot Instagram. of homeless people actually say they don't want that. Like, it's rude. They don't ask their permission to upload the video or anything like that. So, like, why are you doing it? Them assholes are making money. That homeless guy's still fucking homeless. Right. You're exactly. just a dick. Number four. Who? Oh. Hold on. Shorty's taking his shirt off, guys. It's a normal thing. It's getting hot in here. Yeah. All right. Number four. Pictures of your food. Look. (laughs) Look. Grown-ass men posting pictures of mac and cheese and saying, look what I can do. That ain't your food, dog. Now, see, to be fair, I don't see a lot of dudes doing this. I, I, I do. I had literally saw one dude upload his mac and cheese that's hilarious like oh i make the best mac and cheese this shit look like craft out of a fucking box word but i mean like every now and again i go to lunch with one of my friends and every time we go get lunch like it's typically ramen or sushi and like you know the way they do it like they really make it look good you know what i'm saying on the plate and she'll take a picture of it 
whatever. You know, look, look, that's her deal. All you're doing by posting food is pissing me off because now I'm fucking hungry. Right. Like, that's it. All right, number three, your ugly-ass kids. I don't need to see pictures of them all the time. All right? Some of y'all got some really cute kids. Some of y'all ain't got kids. You got motherfucking gremlins. And you need to stick to posting pictures of your pets, I not your kids. I think about that all the damn time. Like, there's a couple people that I am friends with, and, like, all they do is post their kids. I'm like, damn, that is an ugly baby. Right? I mean, I get it. Nobody really thinks that their own kid is ugly. But some at some point, you got to look at your kid and be like, damn, I need a refund on this one. Because not all kids can be cute. It's just... it. My older brother was an ugly-ass baby, dude. Like, we were flipping through ba- uh, baby pictures and shit, and I seen one. I'm like, who the hell is that? We're like, oh, that's, you know, Jeremiah. And I'm like, that is an ugly baby. And my mom's like, no, he's cute. I showed it to Jeremiah's wife. I'm like, is that an ugly baby? She goes, that's a pretty ugly baby. I was like, oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> right. Like, there's ugly babies out there. And you moms, you, you need to quit hyping up your ugly kids. I mean, you just got to let them know. You got to get them good at something. Because as shallow as our generation is, they're going to grow up. They're going to be lonely. Like, you better make sure these motherfuckers make a lot of money. Because their looks ain't getting them nowhere. Not a goddamn place. (sighs) Number two. Pictures of you leaning against an expensive car. Here's my problem with that. Is everybody wants to make this their profile picture. Leaning against a Benz. Leaning against a Lambo. Motherfucker, I know that ain't your car. You ain't got the money for that. Go back to your 92 fucking Cavalier with his fucking rotary windows. Passenger one won't even roll up and down. For you kids that don't know what the motherfucking rotary windows are, you literally had to crank this bitch up and down. It wasn't a fucking button. Got a fucking moonroof. It ain't even supposed to be there. Really, squirrels just chewed a fucking hole through their goddamn roof. I am so glad you are so passionate about that. I'm telling you, it's annoying as shit. Like, out of all the ones you've said so far, that one got you the angriest, and it's funny to me. Well, number one, when I, when I get to number one, I'm telling you what. But when you lean up against these cars, people, make sure you ain't got nothing sharp sticking out your pants, because I know you, and I know goddamn well you ain't got enough money to fucking pay for it to be re-fucking touched up, painted, what the fuck ever. Sure. Have you ever seen these pictures, dude? It's annoying as fuck. I have seen them. And, like, a lot of it... I don't know if they're expensive cars, but they're clean. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just got done waxing their car and blah, blah, blah. Like, I got a buddy of mine who is, like, stupid hyped for his 1995 Honda Civic something or other. And, like, it is a Honda Civic. Yeah, but when you know this... It exists. And you have a really nice paint job, and it's clean now. You washed it. But when you know these motherfuckers drive Chrysler... LeBarons and shit. That like, was my first car. I know, that's why I said it. Oh, okay. I, I read that post the other day. Oh. I'll check on you. And number one, I didn't even write nothing down for this one because I know shit. Look, when you only post, please pray for me. Please pray for my family. Oh. Oh, God damn it. Look, again, attention grab. Give me some motherfucking context. I need to know two things. One, what in the flying spaghetti monster fuck a fuckery do I need to pray for? Am I praying that you win the goddamn lottery? Because let's face it, if I'm taking time out of my goddamn day, I'm praying for myself to win the lottery. I ain't praying for you to win the lottery, Karen. Am I praying that your kids are no longer ugly? Probably not. Point number two, which fucking deity do you want me to pray for? Because if I'm praying that your kids ain't fucking ugly no more, and boom, they come out fucking pretty all of a sudden, like, I don't want you giving the wrong God credit. <laughs> All right, so you need to tell me which deity. We praying to Ra, we praying, praying to God, we praying to sweet baby Jesus. 
I mean, some of y'all like Lucifer. I mean, he does he does give people what they need, I guess. But still, I need to know what fucking deity. Dude, I hate the shit. Please pray for us. What the fuck am I praying for? But I digress. Obviously, Jesus Christ. That is October 30th, top five. Hey, Shorty, you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for this day in history. Yay! Everybody's history lesson. Today's a good one. On this Hallow's Eve, October 30th, 1974, Muhammad Ali beats George Foreman in the Rumble in the Jungle. You a boxing fan? No. George Foreman, the George Foreman grill. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, didn't that guy just make grills? I did not like. I did not realize he was a boxer. Dude, he was a heavyweight monster. Really? Yes. Wow. Look at me learning stuff. Yay, so, sports. So this was in Zaire, and the reason it was held in Zaire was because at the time Zaire was up and coming, and they wanted to show the world, like, hey, we're here, we're here to stay. Right. Sixty thousand people attended this fight. This is in 1974. Sixty thousand wow. people. He knocked out George Foreman in the eighth round. Ali came into this fight as the underdog. Foreman was undefeated coming into this fight. Eight rounds of punching the shit out of each other. Eight rounds. Fuck that. Ali was great, man. Foreman was great. Yeah, sounds like it. So, in 1938, on this day, All Hallows Eve, there was this little radio show. It was called War of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. Orson Welles oh, started War of the Worlds... 1938, October 30th, Orson Welles. I butchered that name. My bad, guys. So it had 12 million listeners. Again, this is 1938. 12 million listeners? Could you imagine? Well, this is before the age of, like, TV really became mass popular. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So, some people say it caused a panic. Some people say it didn't. Like, we think we're dumb today. But look, motherfuckers on a radio show believe that aliens were invading the Earth. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had no context because, like, apparently, like, I wish you... I don't know if you can find the actual audio to it, but apparently it was so well done and so well crafted that people, hundreds of thousands of people heard it and, like, genuinely freaked the hell out. Right. Like, there were people fleeing cities. Yeah. On the other side of that, newspapers, depending on which side you want to believe, newspapers are said to have caused the panic. So it's... They say that people weren't really fleeing, that it was just newspapers saying that people were fleeing to discredit radio. Because back then, there was this huge thing between newspapers and radio. They didn't like each other. Bloods and Crips, whatever. Well, it's the same argument we have now with social media. Right? Yeah, like news outlets and stuff. Like, oh, social media is pressing all this bad stuff, which, I mean, they're not wrong, but that's the same argument, you know, like... Back in the day, like, you know how they say video games are the lead of violence right now? Yeah. Currently? They used to say the same shit about TV when it first came out. Right. And the That's same serious. thing about books. People were always had their nose buried in books. Yep. Now you say something bad about books and you're going to have a book fucking thrown at your head. Right. It's good to read. Right. Like, motherfucker, let me play my video games and shut up. Right. Ain't no different. Right. We're both immersing our minds in something. Exactly right. So that was in this day in history. October 30th, people. So, 
So, have you ever, Shorty, ever had to take a big old spooky dookie in public and you got nowhere to go? You're looking for the nearest bathroom? I've taken a shit in the woods before. I've done that too. On train tracks, in the woods, it don't matter. But in like straight up public? No. So, anyways, like the worst thing in the world is having to shit in public. You finally find a bathroom. Like you're already drawn. Oh, you're talking about a public restroom. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that all the time. I don't give a fuck. So, you're already drawn on the chalkboard. Like, you might be losing the battle here. So, like, you know as soon as you get in there, you're dropping trout and you're swinging your ass to the fucking toilet, hoping that you make it. Right? You're sitting on there. You're just pinching it off. You're finished. Everything came out all right. You didn't throw up all over yourself. You look, What kind of shits are you taking? Dude, sometimes I got shit so bad it make my stomach hurt and make me feel all pukey and shit. And then I just Hong Kong style it on the fucking toilet. Pooping and puking. It's coming out both ends. Bro. Bro, I'm telling you, it's bad. You need to quit holding your shit in, because that literally sounds fucking awful. I've never had a shit so bad that I felt like I was going to throw up. It is awful. Now, I've been sick and have done that. Like, shit and throw up, you know? Like, I've done that, sit in the fucking toilet and shit, uh, fucking puke in the tub. I've done that. But, like, I was sick as fuck. But I've never, just from shit, having the shit, no. Now, here's the kicker. All right. You look down, go to grab the toilet paper... Now let me let me preface this by saying janitors, cleaning professionals, maids, whatever the fuck y'all want to be called, I love the fuck out y'all. I appreciate you. The world is a better place for you. But let me tell you what. There is a special place in hell for you cleaning professionals that put the toilet paper on the roll with the goddamn shield down and don't start the fucking roll. Cuz here my ass is I got, I don't know what 10 kinds of mud I got going on in between my fucking butt cheeks, but now I got to somehow get up, bend my ass down underneath the fucking toilet paper dispenser like a goddamn car mechanic with my fucking pants around my ankles, trying not to smush the mud every goddamn where. Look, these motherfuckers need to start the roll. That's all there is to it. You start the damn roll when you clean the bathroom. At home, especially in public, because these motherfuckers got guards on them. How the fuck are you supposed to do that? What happens if you ain't that dexterous that day? <laughs> I, I'm sitting here thinking, like, it's not that hard to do it. Just bend down and get it. And I'm realizing that I'm, like, stupid thin and able to maneuver my body around. Yeah, I'm a big man. I can't fit between the fucking stall and the fuck. I'm, I'm over here laying on the fucking bathroom floor. Hoping I don't fucking lay in feces working on this shit. Dude, the shit is horrible. It is absolutely horrible. That's so funny. I'm sorry for your struggle, but for real, like, that sucks. Have you ever. Don't get me wrong, I bitch about it too. Like, God damn, piece of shit. And I'm fucking sitting there doing it. And what I really hate, it's always that super shitty fucking two plot. Oh my God. Like, I mean, it's like borderline sandpaper. You know, the next step up is 2,500 grit fucking sandpaper. Terrible fucking shit to use. But. You fucking hit it, and it's like splitting in half, like the plies are coming apart. Right, and there's that only is, two fucking plies in the I first know, place. Dude. It's fucking terrible. Like, this shit ain't even quilted. Right? Splurge on some goddamn two and a half ply quilted shit. Yeah. Okay? This shit's so funny to me. Because when a bear shits in the woods, he wipes his ass with a fl- fluffy white bunny rabbit. When a Tyler shits in a fucking porta potty, he wipes his ass with some goddamn, hopefully not sandpaper. That's a true story, buddy. Fuck. Dude, toilet paper gets me worked up, son. (laughs) Since I'm obviously so worked up today, let's just talk about something else I hate. Okay. Motherfucking snakes. Now, let me tell you, these bitches ain't fucking natural, all right? 
They run quick as shit and they ain't got no fucking legs. They swim fast as fuck and they ain't got no motherfucking fins. They can fly and these motherfuckers ain't got no fucking wings. Okay, so the flying part is inaccurate. They glide. They fall. They glide gracefully. They fall gracefully as a motherfucker. And if you look up how far they can travel, it's a long way. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't want to be walking and just have a fucking snake fall You know the science behind it, right? Like what they do? Yeah, they flatten out their bodies. I don't care what they do. Fucking snakes are of the devil. They're of the goddamn devil. Dude, I hate them. When I was young, I was afraid to shit one time because I thought a snake was going to come up out the fucking toilet and bite my little biscuits. Maybe even my boys. Like... That was one of my biggest fears as a kid. It's just a snake popping right up there. Because, you know, people always say, go drop this snake. Whatever. My dad would talk about snakes in the toilet. I didn't know he was talking about his shit. I was a kid. So here I am, fucking cliffhanger, hanging up above the fucking toilet, just dropping the shit down. You over the toilet looking down at your own shit, falling out your ass, hoping to God a snake don't come up? Fuck yeah. Bro, like, with that on the thing, like... I'm thinking, like, snakes probably don't like shit just as much as we do. You know what I'm saying? So, like, why the fuck would you come up a toilet like, <laughs> this is nothing but a poop tunnel. And, like... Because snakes are fucking evil. Dude, have you... Look, how you be on the ground and go that fast with no goddamn legs? Have you ever tried to slither? It don't work out. Well, duh, because our bodies aren't meant for it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, this is all scientific to me, dude, bro. Like, I love snakes. I think they're cool as fuck. Mm. Like... I like playing with them. I catch them and like, ah, look. No. Like, this is a big old note, bro. Let, let, let me tell you what. I love my kids to death. But if there's ever a fucking snake, see you, kids. Bye. Fucking Zach Casey has a really good story about how he ditched, like, a bunch of his friends because of a snake. They were like, run, it's a snake. And, he, like, his friends were on one side, he was on the other, and he just darted. And, like, a half hour goes by, and they show back up. Like, you fucking ditched this. He goes, you said snake. I, 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 ain't, ain't I ain't even telling my kids there's a snake because one of them little motherfuckers might be faster than me. And I ain't having my kids outrun me for a fucking snake. This nope. Sna- this snake doesn't want... Oh, my God. Like, Have you ever heard the expression, like, it's more afraid of you than you are of it? Ah, that, that ain't true. Man, like, the motherfucker is only attacking you because it feels threatened. Like, it sees you. It knows damn well it can't eat your ass because it's like, that's a big bitch. And... Nah, and I'm going to be like, man, I bet that motherfucker make me fool for like six months. Sure, it would, but like a lot of times snakes don't even eat already dead like deer and shit yeah. because there's no possible way for it to consume. You, you ain't talking me out of my fears. I wish you could. I wish you could I wish talk, I could man. too, man, because that's a bummer, bud. And they got magical fucking teeth. Like, how's your teeth not there one second and the next second, bam, you got motherfucking fangs like a goddamn vampire. Well, they are there the whole time. And yeah, they but fold- they're hidden. No, they're not. They're, they're down inside of its lower jaw. Like, they fling up. Yeah, hidden. Switchblade fucking teeth. You would, too, if they had fucking four inches in your fucking face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I've somehow made it five episodes without saying that's what she said, and I could not let it go right there. I couldn't. <laughs> there was no way. Well, no, I'm serious. Like, you got these things that fling out of your face... Because you got to inject venom and whatever. And a lot of snakes don't even why, have them. Why you got to inject venom? Why the fuck you need venom? I know, to eat whatever. Kill your prey. But fucking, I don't... If you ate live animals, like, on a fucking regular, you don't want them bitches squirming on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfucker, lay still, to, lay still and be my lunch. That's what you want. <laughs> like, that's all you want. So you got venom to knock them bitches out. Like, all right, cool. Now I'm going to, like, fuck your face up. And, like, the rest of your body while I do it. And just swallow that bitch whole. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's it. I, if I had to eat live animals for a li- to live, like, my ass is going vegan at that point. And I don't know where the fuck they grow sandwiches at, but <laughs> my ass would need a sandwich. <laughs> well, I mean, you could have, like, you could have a... L T without the B, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like without the, the B, just don't sound good because I don't like the T. You ever had like a uh, tomato, like tomato mayonnaise, mayonnaise sandwich? I've heard they're good, but they I are good. I can't do the texture of tomatoes. They're they're weird to me, really? man. Yeah, Damn. they're cold. Wow. You'd be a lousy so fucking vegan. I would. I'd be a horrible vegan. Yeah, you could be. Ve- well, no, vegetarian still uses animal products. So yeah, I, I mean, I you gotta... could probably you could probably play with some titties of a cow and get some milk and shit. You said titties. I'm in. Word. Well, it's that time again. Let's educate the people. Some Hall- some Halloween what-the-fuck facts is what I brought today. Yay! Yay! So, Jack O'Lantern comes from the Irish legend of Stingy Jack. So this man tricked the devil into buying him some drinks, right? Devil turns himself into a coin. Stingy Jack pockets the coin, puts it next to a cross so the devil can't change back. Dips without paying. A year later, he's like, hey, devil, I'll bring you back from this coin. I'll get you away from the cross, but you can't take my soul. Devil says, okay. So he brings him back. Jack dies. Here's the kicker. God didn't want him. Obviously, Stingy Jack is a fucked up individual. So here's where here's where jack-o'-lanterns came from. He was sent out into the night with nothing but a burning coal. So he carved out a turnip yeah. and put in the burning coal. Yep. So pumpkins weren't even the original jack-o'-lanterns. Nope. It was turnips, potatoes. Squish. S- squish squash? Squash. Squash. All right. So, yeah. So you knew part of that one. I actually knew that story, yeah. I didn't realize it was the devil. I didn't realize it was the devil. I just, like, because it's from fucking, like, Scandinavian folklore or some shit. Like, one of those weird aliens, you know, over in Well, this Europe. one was an Irish folklore. Yeah, one of those weird white people. Um, weird white people. Yeah, we're that. Um, <laughs> so it's okay. We can say it. it's our word. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's one of them fuckers. It's one of their folklores. Yep. yep. I've read that before. Candy corn was originally called chicken feed. Chicken feed. <laughs> I still think it's delicious. I fucking love candy corn. Do you really? Yeah. I fucking love candy corn. Dude, it amazes me how many people fucking hate it for no goddamn reason. Right? No goddamn You know, we've said goddamn a lot this episode. Yeah. Here's what I'm wondering. Does God say me damn? He probably just says damn it. Yeah. I, well, I'm going to imagine him saying me damn it. Yeah. It just sounds so much better. It sounds funnier. Yeah. I like it. All right. So, next fact. Trick-or-treating comes from souling. So, Middle Ages. There was this Celtic fest called, I'm going to butcher this, but... If y'all want to Google it, I will spell it for you. Samhain. S-A-M-H-A-I-N. So, what they would do was, is they would leave treats on their on their stoops, their porches, whatever you want to call it. It's the Middle Ages. Yeah, they didn't maybe have a God. stoop, I guess. Motherfuckers didn't have fucking fancy concrete porches and shit right. overhangs. So, they would leave treats there to repel spirits. So, that's where trick-or-treating came from. So we dress up as the spirits, we come get the candy. 
Huh. Next one. Halloween is more Irish than St. Patrick's Day. I've heard that, but I do not know why. So there was this other St. Patrick. It had nothing to do with the St. Patrick of St. Patrick's Day. So this other St. Patrick is like, hey, let's take this holiday and let's turn it into a Christian thing. Of course. And that's how we got Halloween. By a guy named St. Patrick. Ain't so, that ironic. Hold on a second. So Halloween is a Christian holiday now? I guess. The Christians like molded it into Halloween, what it is, I guess, to try and make it less... Because I know that's what they did with the pagan religion of Easter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like Christmas, you know, like that's a winter and spring solstice or whatever the hell Easter's supposed to be. Right. But like those are, those are like, you know, those are bastardized pagan traditions that the Catholic Church took over in the medieval era and whatnot because they were like, well, fuck it. We want a holiday. So they took it. You know what I'm saying? Bam. Ours. Yeah. So like that just fucks me up because like a lot of places. Um, or a lot of people would say like, oh, we don't celebrate Halloween because God told us not to. Like, motherfucker, it's Christian. Right. Like, I'm going to read up on this shit. That way I can give everybody who says we don't celebrate Halloween. Like, listen, motherfucker. Like, you stupid. Right. Because right now I'm stupid. and I'm, But I'm going to read about it. Quick thing. St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. Was actually kind of brought on, not even in Ireland, but by Irish Americans. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that either. It just tied into it. Mm-hmm. Next fact. Most animal shelters won't allow adoptions of black cats around Halloween because they're afraid they're going to be sacrificed. <laughs> right? <laughs> the world we live See, in. I would only assume that if like, the motherfucker came in with like Black Island and lo- looked like they're getting ready to go to like, a Marilyn Manson concert. You know what I'm saying? Like If they show up looking like they're going to go to a Marilyn Manson concert, don't give them a black cat. But if it's some girl wearing hot pink and like, I just want a kitten, like... Give them the fucking cat. Yeah, but if you were a witch, wouldn't you want to go incognito? Now, I've met a few girls who are, like, witches. You know what I'm saying? Like, they practice Wiccan. And, like, ain't none of them, ain't none of them wear hot pink on the fucking regular. You know what I'm saying? Like, they all wear that fucking, like, I see a lot of um, the Wiccan star, um, which I forget what it's called. It's not a pentagram. It's something else. Um, It might be called the pentagram. I'm not sure. But, like, they wear that. They wear crescent moons a shit ton. They got fucking tattoos of that shit, like, celestial constellations and whatnot. Yeah, but if they had to do some grimy shit to get a black cat, don't you think maybe they're like, all right, witches, time to go undercover. But those bitches ain't, like, sacrificing cats, dude. Like, I'm the motherfucker who would sacrifice a cat. Oh, Lord. Like, I'm not going to. Don't worry. Chill out. I'm not going to kill no fucking animals. But anyway, like, (laughs) I'm the motherfucker who would. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look at me and you're like, that motherfucker sacrifices cats, small animals, and probably children. Like... Blood of the orphans. Yeah, no! <laughs> I need the soul of the innocent. But, like, that young bitch? No. Like, all these girls nowadays, especially the wicked ones, dude, are like, gung fucking ho about cats. Yeah, cats like, one are bitch, awesome. One bitch had nine cats. I was like, that's too many goddamn cats. Dude, my oldest daughter has like seven cats. What? Yeah, at her mom's. Jesus. There is fucking cats Everywhere. See, one, and there's one that even has a wheelchair. A fucking cat in a goddamn wheelchair. <laughs> I shit you not. This is a true story. I believe it. It's funny. Oh, man. All right, next fact. This one was neat. This one made me chuckle. Michael Myers' mask is actually a William Shatner mask. Painted white. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I knew that. My dad told me that. My dad's a huge Star Trek fan. Yeah. And was like, 
when we saw we were watching Halloween and he's like, you know that's uh Captain Kirk? Captain Kirk, right? And I was like, No, it isn't. He's like, Yeah, it is. He said, That's his face. And so my dad took like one of his old laser discs with, you know, uh William Shatner's face really big up on it and like held it up next to the Halloween movie. And he was like, See? And I was like, Oh shit, you're right. It's fucked up. It's also uh turned inside out. I did not read that part of it. Yep, it's actually it's actually flipped inside out and painted white. That's the uh, that's the original Halloween mask. So here's the reason for it, people. 1978, Halloween. It was so low budget that the cheapest mask they could find was a two dollar Captain Kirk mask. Yeah. Have you seen the meme of Michael Myers with his face, and then they put hair on it, and I shit you not, it looked just like Mariah Carey. Have you seen that? No, but I want to so bad now. After we're done recording, I'm going to need you to Google this. If you're listening, Google Michael Myers, Mariah Carey. Uh, Maybe that'll work. But I swear to God, you cannot unsee it once you see it. It's so good. I'm excited about it. I can't wait. My last what the fuck fact of the day for Halloween is studies show that Halloween actually makes kids act more evil. Really? Yes. (laughs) So... I'm going to butcher this word, so bear with me, people. De-individuation. It means a group of maturing young minds begins to care less about consequences of individual actions because we are putting a mask on them and we are asking them to desire an, a, a piece of candy, basically. Mm-hmm. So once that mask comes on, everybody else is wearing masks, inhibition cuts loose a little bit, and... The study also shows that a group of kids in mass are more likely to take more candy than what they're allowed, smash a pumpkin, etc., etc. Hmm. Whereas kids that is in groups of one or two won't do that. Hmm. Now, see, I've heard studies say like kids who are uh, dressed up as superheroes are more helpful. I would believe it. Yeah, because they want to emulate the hero- heroic deeds and whatnot. Yeah. I've read I've read that study a few times, but it's pretty cool. Huh. I wouldn't think kids would actually like naturally act more evil because like I wouldn't I mean I guess I wouldn't do it as a kid, but I wouldn't think about it either. But like yeah, it makes sense cuz they if they have a mask on, they have the illusion that like, oh, nobody knows who I am. I can act any which way I want. Right? right. So, yeah, that makes sense. But to say like the kids are becoming more evil, I think it's grossly It was over- in quotations. Yeah, I would say it's grossly oversimplifying the facts. Right. But whatever. I digress. You know, let's take a little pause for the cause. I think you have a little special message for us. Special message? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. Yep. Greetings, humanoids, goblinoids, and all the other oids in between. Do you like talking about Dungeons & Dragons? Do you enjoy listening to other people talk about Dungeons & Dragons? Or talk about any other role-playing games? If you say yes to any or all of these, join me and Autumn Midas on the Dimwits and Dummies podcast, an open discussion on our take on how to improve your game from the perspective of game master to player characters. Embrace your flaws and learn that everyone loves D&D. They just don't know it yet. In honor of Halloween, 
talk about some stuff we uh, dressed up as. All right. Unfortunately, I thought about this, and the only thing I can ever remember dressing up as on Halloween was the Terminator for some reason or another. You can't remember any other costume? No, and that, that disappoints me, especially when I wanted to talk about this. But when I'm talking to you... Oh, yeah. I know you have so many cool things that you dressed up as. Yeah. See, I don't dress up for just Halloween. I know. Either. That's the best part. Because I do comic cons, ren fairs, all kinds of silly stuff, anime conventions, you name it, man. I'm, anything nerdy convention, chances are I'm there. Granted, anime conventions are a little less because usually my anime junkie friends drag me to those. But that's fine. I enjoy them anyway. But comic cons, man, that's my big shit. Um, let's see. My favorite costume I've ever had is possibly my pirate costume, but that is purely because it is super functional and it feels good and I don't have to like, it's not a chore wearing it. You know how like most costumes like feel like a fucking chore to put on and get dressed and everything like that? I can imagine. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't imagine. (laughs) You don't know from personal experience, but yeah, like it just seems like a chore to get done and ready. Um... I think but, I've seen pictures of your pirate costume. Very yeah. well done. Thank you. My favorite costume of yours, though, as an adult, is Clarence. Clarence? Yes. Yeah. But that is that is a tailor-made suit. That is a tailor-made suit. The uh, the, shirt, the shirt that I wear is actually tailor-made. Like, that is possible. Aside from my Aquaman outfit, that is the most expensive outfit I've ever had. But I actually paid somebody... Or paid a company to make the Clarence outfit. I handmade my fucking Aquaman armor. And it is fucking intense. Look, so, for those of you who don't know who Clarence is, have you talked about him on the Dimwits and Duddy podcast? Oh, yeah, 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 all the time. Check it out. You'll hear all about Clarence. Give him a little taste of Clarence real quick. Well, I, I, I love traveling around with our Goblin City, and I believe his name is. And he's a wonderful time. I, uh, I just enjoy seeing the worst of the world. <laughs> By the way, my name is Clarence Bolek. <laughs> Clarence is the greatest character ever made. Yeah, he's literally the most lovable character I've ever seen. And the guy who uh, DMs that uh, game literally said, D- Clarence is protected by plot armor. I was like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to do anything stupid. But yeah. Well, but yeah, he's one of my favorite characters. So let's rewind a second. You made your Aquaman armor? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, it's uh right now it's broke because of m- when I moved, I accidentally tore it when I picked it up because it is made out of 100% metal. Nice. It is not it is not like some cheap shit you buy on fucking line. It's not that fabric that looks like the orange scale. It is literally aluminum orange scales that wow. are hand uh hand pinched together with uh steel rings. Nice. Yeah, so like I've made chainmail and stuff before. Like I'm all kind I have all kinds of weird ass hobbies. But yeah, like excluding the pants, I have made 100% of it. Like nice. I haven't finished the gauntlets yet because the gauntlets are a little tricky and I don't have the scales for it yet. But the actual chest plate, like the yellow armor that you see uh, or orange armor that you see Aquaman wear, traditional, like, comic books, and uh, I guess the Super Friends would be the best relative thing people would think of, and some of the older cartoons and shit, uh, that would be his armor set. And that's, you know, it's all 100% male. Nice, that's neat, man. Yeah, it's fucking dope. That blows my Terminator out of the water. Like, I literally wore a black leather jacket, my hair slicked back, some shades, which I couldn't even keep on all night because I was a kid and it was dark. Right. And sunglasses make things darker. Yeah. And I had, like, a toy shotgun or mm-hmm. some shit. I don't remember. It was atrocious. I don't even look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
See, one of my favorite <laughs> costumes I had when I was a kid is um, a tiger outfit. I was like seven years old, and my mom, like, we didn't buy costumes with, like from the store or nothing. We had to make our own because we were super thrifty and crap. Like, my mom's a fucking wizard. Oh, like, yeah. She makes all kinds of shit. But it was literally a towel wrapped around a uh, coat hanger covered with a black or a uh, orange um, stocking and spray-painted tiger stripes on it. And then she took um, orange pajama bottoms or orange sweatpants. We spray-painted tiger stripes on it, painted my face and all kinds of shit. And I ran around, you know. I was probably seven or eight years old, but it's what I wanted to be, and my mom helped me make it. That's awesome, man. And it's... I wish we had pictures of it, honestly, because I was probably a cute fucking kid. Like, everyone tells me I was a cute fucking kid, whatever, but, like, I was probably cute as fuck as a tiger. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Shorty's mom. That's awesome. Yeah, she's a, she's a hoot, man. She's she's literally taught me almost everything I know about being crafty. Nice. Uh, let's see. Another outfit. Um, when I was a teenager, I dressed up as the crow. From, uh, Eric Draven, Brandon Lee. I did do the yeah. crow. Yeah, so. That was the other one I did. Yep. Can't so, believe I didn't remember that one. Yeah, I did that one. Uh, I actually have done that a few times because it's really quick and easy, especially yeah. since I have the long hair already. I can just, you know, I use some uh, what, it's styling grease that like makes it look wet for a really long period of time. I do that, do the makeup. I already have black Under Armour, which is this tight shirt, and just take electrical tape and wrap it around my hands. Done. Like right. it's for me, it's a super simple costume. Like, if somebody invites me to a Halloween party last minute, because I don't prep for Halloween at all. Because yeah, you got everything you need already. Right. Somebody's like, hey, let's go to a Halloween party. I'm like, okay. And I just fucking pick from one of the array of costumes. Like, I made a uh, Harley Quinn uh, grunt, is what I call it. Like, everybody says it's a gender-bent Harley Quinn. But it is just, I consider it one of the grunts. Like, I have a pair of trip pants that one leg is black, one leg is red. Yeah, I've seen those pants. And I've took, I took two t-shirts, a red one and a black one, and sewed them together. Like, cut them in half and sewed them together. So I have a shirt that is now black and red. And then when I did the makeup, it's just white face paint with a little bit of black. Done. Do you hear this, ladies? This man knows how to sew. Yep. Not only does he know how to sew, you heard him say he has long hair. And let me tell you what, his hair is majestic. So... What's that, that? What's that one like super fancy model he used to be? Uh, Fabio. 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 Yeah. Everyone's like every now and then I'll put my hair down at work and like run my fingers through my hair or whatever and just like brush it back and everyone's like everyone's got a Fabio look and they like brush their hair yeah. over the shoulder like ah. Oh. So not only can he sew your blouses, ladies, he can share his hair care tips with you. Yeah, the the array that I have. <laughs> yeah. Shampoo. <laughs> Done. Look, I'm trying to sell it here, man. Sorry, man. I'm just beating my own dead horse over here. Uh, let's see. Other costumes that I've done. Let's see. The Tiger, Eric Draven, Aquaman, Clarence. Uh, one year, I went as Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. And, like, I literally just ran to Goodwill and found a big-ass yellow bubble coat. You ready to hate me? Yeah, I know. I know. I already... Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. I've never seen a Jay and Silent Bob movie. God, it makes me so angry. But yeah, like, my buddy who uh, we famously called Bob, like, because nobody could remember his real name, apparently, at his old job, so they just started calling him Bob. Like, me and him went as Jay and Silent Bob. That's awesome. Which is good, because, like, I am usually way louder than just about anybody I know. Yeah. And I talk a lot, and my favorite word probably is fuck. It's so, a great word. Yeah, it is. It can you, be used for anything. Yep. Verb, adjective, Yep. It noun. Is, it is the perfect word in, my, in all of its essence. But, uh, yeah, so I was Jay, Jay one year. And let's see. 
I think. Man, that's all I can remember from the top of my head, but I, th- like, that's a lot of it. No worries. And as a kid, man, I wore, like, bunches of costumes. Like, I remember being an angel one year, but I don't have a lot of white clothing, so I wore a lot of black. <laughs> so, like, I had angel wings that my mom helped me make out of pillowcases, and then wearing all black. And I, I, ma- I imagine y'all went through a lot of pillowcases. Eh, whatever. Like, my mom was more than willing. Like, fabric's cheap, dude. Like, yeah. well, it used to be anyway. Now it's a little bit more expensive. But, yeah, it's great. It's a lot of fun. Hell, yeah. I think that's all we got today. I think that's it. Yeah, that's probably it. So, in the meantime... In betweens time. Remember, you can't turn a trick into a house treat. Happy Halloween. Be safe, guys. See you, guys. Cue the music. We out. <laughs>